Love Talk Radio. For now, hopefully for now. What is, I don't even know 
what the big story would be, I guess non-TV-wise, you would have to you have to say Raw having its uh, one of the lowest, no, or if not the lowest rating that they've had ever. And the way I know about that wasn't because oh no, Raw had another record low uh, Raw rating. It was AEW fans <laughs> like we beat Raw, like which is like oh well, if that's the case, that is something to like. That's a that's a story, but like that, yeah. I don't. Um, yeah, that's just a nearly losing to AEW and key eighteen to forty nine. Okay, so that's the uh, <clears throat> the exact the exact. So it was a near a near loss, and it's a demo specific near loss, which still I don't. That's a big deal. And man, Raw is uh, I man, I don't know. I I guess it's not no surprise when you know the the median age. I don't think it's average, but like the median age for Raw has been like forty eight or fifty, and you know somewhere between like probably forty six and fifty two. As a as a statistic. It's always somewhere between that in the mid to high 40s, low 50s. Like, holy shit. And that's probably, that's in the last 15 years, you know, 20 years I've been keeping up with something, that kind of statistic, that kind of uh, number. And uh, so it's no surprise that that that's still the case, that they can't, but, but it wasn't that they weren't getting 18 to 49s back then or in the last 20 years. It's they were getting everybody. Now they just are hemorrhaging or have been hemorrhaging young viewers the last, really the last five, ten years. But it's really been uh, apparent and obvious the last five, three, five years. And really the last two, eight years or so with AEW around to shine a light that, to shine a, you know, big light on, hey, 18 to 49-year-olds still want to watch wrestling. They're just not one. They're just not watching that wrestling. So that's uh, that's um, I was going to say that's something to watch out for, but it's something we've probably been saying, people have been saying for a decade now. They're they just do not appeal to it's like they have 10-year-old viewers and 50-year-old viewers. <clears throat> and and kids and, and young adults don't particularly uh, in droves that is aren't aren't very much interested. And that's it. That's uh, yeah. That's how do you? Mm, I understand leaving wrestling. I left. Stopped watching wrestling when I was thirteen, and then started watching again until I was nineteen. Uh, but and it happened to be you know, I missed the whole all that. Build up and uh, attitude era and all that. By the time '99 came around and I started watching, I was it was full full in flux and really on its <laughs> on its downward trajectory as far as an era, if you want to frame it that way. Um, but yeah, it's uh, <laughs> all right. I don't want to think about just 
bad stuff. But it's it's a well, it ain't bad for me. Something to talk about. I don't know how I don't know how if what we're talking about in five years as far as just pro wrestling as far as WWE specifically. How can they maintain? How can they get another significant TV deal in two years and three years, whenever that's up? They're just yeah, uh, yeah. They got a hail mary thrown at them, or they threw a hail mary and and, and it connected a couple of years ago, and topped that with Saudi money. And the industry and things changed in their favor right in right in the nick of time. And they sold they sold themselves as D V R proof. And and that's obviously not not uh, did not pan out as, as truth. They are a high they are the epistle they they are a highlight show. That is how I follow Raw and SmackDown specifically, for the most part. NXT, I will, you know, give uh, give some do and and watch the shows. Uh, it's after, not even live though. It's, I'll pick and choose what segments and matches I want to see. But Raw and SmackDown, I see. I watch the Roman stuff on SmackDown and everything else. Give me the highlight. And Raw, just give me all the highlight. I don't particularly follow anything that's happening there. Live and, you know, blow for blow. No way. And I'm not even, oh, I guess I am technically still in the 18 to 49 demo, but I'm not in that 18 to 35 anymore. Speaking of 35, you know. You have you, you 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 hit your solid mid thirties and turn into a diva showing up late. Uh, let's introduce Cameron Hawkins. <laughs> Midlife crisis got him down, maybe. What's happening, Cam? Eighteen to thirty-five demo. Woohoo! <laughs> uh, baby. <clears throat> yeah, happy birthday, happy belated birthday. Thanks. Sorry, I had to miss your shindig. Fucking sucked. That whole day. I was talking about it. Um, All good. I'm glad you are safe and and whole together. That's what's most important. Everybody's great. It's fantastic. Yeah, I I talked a little bit about Raw having the the, the, the pisses, of course, rating. And losing, nearly losing to AEW in the same week in, in, in that 18, to, you know, whatever, that key demo. How can they keep going at this pace? How can they, how, where are we going to be in three years when the TV deal comes up and the networks are like, I mean, we'll give you like, 30 bucks, <laughs> you know, like, like sure, sure. or am I just underestimating what a, what, what a million, million and a half viewers, not even who cares, 18 to 20, is it, is it just me? What Are they going to pull another miracle? Or are they going to get more Saudi blood money? What, what's going to happen in three years? Are we going to be talking about Rolling Smackdown as a I maybe the afterthought? First, the first two things are, 
One, when are the Browns and the Ravens going to play in a uh, December game on Monday night that matters, right? Like, that is not going to be a norm you don't expect. Plus, it was a great football game. Like, it came down to the wire. I think that you can't really prepare for that. Um, I think, you know, what it does, I don't think that's going to be any kind of big variance. They just got caught in a week where there's a fantastic football game on. And I don't yeah, think it's like, like okay, the ex- extraordinary loveness of the number. It's not even extraordinary, really. It's just like, oh, look at that raw head. They're worse. And their worst isn't their worst anymore. It's always yep. a new a new low. It's not like oh, Raw had a bad night. It's Raw had record lows, and they're hemorrhaging young people. Oh, for sure, for sure. I mean, I, I it's just that time of year, man. Like I like last night, great example. Last night I was sitting there like, yo. Is there any live TV worth worth watching? Mm-hmm. Um, I streamed Tenet and watched the San Antonio Houston pregame show. Like I wasn't even concerned with what actually happened on any network. Pre- preseason basketball? Again, I'm somebody who hates regular season basketball, and I turned on preseason ball and a video game. Yeah. It's just not appeal like it was. Yeah, I think I think society as a as a whole has turned a certain corner with television. Yeah, it's just another thing. It's not the thing anymore. The internet is the thing, and then it springs off into a hundred other things. But that's the dominant like. The thing, and you just got to try to be a part of that. <laughs> I think we, yeah, I, I think this, 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 the wrestling and the ratings, it just makes you think about the entirety of the, you know, or at least me, the entirety of the relationship with television. And I think wrestling is a perfect example of, if not on an accelerated level, of what's happening as a, as a as a whole, and, um, and 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 I say, hey, what happens in three years? Like, well, everybody else is going to be in three years, three years worse too. It's not like wrestling's the only show having record, you know, uh, uh, rating low ratings, especially with that specific uh, demo with eighteen to forty nine. Yeah, yeah, you can get mm-hmm. old people to still watch TV. That's no big surprise, uh, but. The thing people are paying attention to that big splashy demo, and uh, and 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 to bring it back to AEW back into it, they and, and the moment I thought why I don't like bringing up ratings and stuff TV stuff like that on your TV like don't talk about that kind of stuff just it's not it's not the place don't bring up your ratings don't win or lose like don't even like. Just chill. That's not a place to, you know. Don't don't do your don't have HR meetings on TV. You know. Don't do and it. Stephanie and you know, sleeve that kind of stuff. You know, backstage. Uh, but but AEW, AEW latching on and seeing early that they were 
you know, kind of killing it, and the, or you know, encroaching on killing it, and then started killing it with the, with that demo specifically compared to the other shows, other wrestling shows. It's not the worst thing in the world to seem like, the, you know, to be the the hip young thing. And I, when they put out that video that was directed by was it Little X or somebody, mm-hmm. I, I criticized it like. <laughs> You know, yeah, cause just call yourself <laughs> revolutionary this or whatever. Like, all right, with the, but but the I I I get it. And trying to put yourself in that lane, which automatically makes the other guy seem in the other lane, which is you know mm-hmm. yesterday. So, uh, yeah. Oh, and the way I found out Raw had a bad rating was AEW fans bragging that they almost beat Raw or beat Raw in the, in the rating. So, yeah, that's how they give it up. Just, just, just like, like, you know, I'm a Barry Sanders fan. He's my favorite like football player. And how many people did he make look absolutely foolish? And like, it's his whole career. I mean, you can just go on YouTube and just watch his highlights. He never waggled his tongue, he never, you know, told nobody did this DX suck it. You know, he fucking gave the football to the ref and act like he'd been there before. Now everybody's not like that all Mr. Lunchbox and go to work and put your head down. <laughs> but there's something to say about act like you've been there before. Mm-hmm. But there's also something to say say about, you know, picking and choosing your moments where you're where you uh, make it clear that you are, you know, sometimes the uh, the alpha's got to growl or you know give a, gr- a big old roar to the to the valley, let everybody know what the deal is. So, absolutely. I, 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 but yeah. Oh, you know, there's a fine line. I guess is what I'm trying to say. Uh, uh, other than ratings, any what's the big TV story of the last week? Do you think, uh... I wouldn't be too far from where you are. Um, ratings are a big deal. Um, whew, big TV story, uh, based on what we've seen. Um, you know, Balor came back, kind of announced where he stood, which was important. Um, uh, you know, we yeah, talked about it. Yeah, with AEW and Impact, that happened. Yeah, I was say, we talked about it last week because it happened in real time with Omega and Impact um, and how that kind of led me to even being a part of the show. I don't know if anything's really happened significantly strong since then. Like, we are on the cusp of TLC, right? Um, I think we're, we're on the cusp of TLC, and all I saw last week and on Monday on Raw and SmackDown was – Chairs and tables and people going through chairs or, or people going through tables and people getting bashed to shit with chairs. Like, what the fuck's going to happen? There? What do they got to do with the pay-per-view if, 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 you know, like, I, I, I get yeah. it. Man, save something for the TLC pay-per-view, y'all. Yeah, it is the season to, to where everybody has to go through that. Um yeah. Yeah, I don't. I'm not really hype on this show. I, I think this show, more so than any in a, in a little while, is an indictment on the every month pay per view format. 
because it doesn't seem, seem like anything outside of Jay and Roman really warrant that series of a fad, you know? Mm-hmm. And they're not even... You can't even do that every month. Roman and KO. Yeah. Yeah, so it's, it's okay. It's not the worst thing in the world, but I'm not, like, super hyped to see how this thing turns out, like, genuinely. Like, it's it's fine. Right, because you, you just don't, for all types of reasons, it's like, okay, well, Roman's not going to you know, lose the title. It's going to be fun while it lasts, but he's he's it right now, and mm-hmm. uh, this is a good, good, good fun feud. Um, but, you know, it's the December feud. It's not even the... Maybe he'll get a rematch at the Rumble, but that's not guaranteed. Uh, Owens, that is. And can you just have your top heel just beating everybody twice? All of his contenders just <laughs> like just okay. Everybody gets a match and a rematch, and I not only beat you, I make sure everybody knows it the next month and I beat you again. Yeah, but Roman and Roman specifically is the reason right now to watch SmackDown. Um, <laughs> I don't. I'm not a, necessarily a fan of the the pairing or the comedy stuff, and but the the Otis and and Gable pairing. I don't know how that came about, but I saw their match with Shinsuke and and, and uh, Cesaro and. I'm not sure if you saw it, but he was, uh, Otis was going to hit the do his worm, do his caterpillar move, you know, on Cesaro and Gable's like, no, 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 hey, tag me in. I'm going to finish him off. And, you know, he got up on the rope and ended up fucking it up and getting getting swung by Cesaro uh, a whole bunch of times and, and then losing. And I don't know. It was just a simple little thing, but you know, it's the little things. That on a show like SmackDown, that wasn't very good. Uh, yeah, at least they're doing something. Coach G- Coach Gable. Take me here, please. From myself. Oh, what happened? Cameron, am I still here? Testing, testing, one, two. Okay, now I'm really getting worried. Hey, Kylie, can you hear me? Absolutely. All right, thanks. Uh, just wanted to make sure I wasn't going crazy. Um, let's just assume Cam got a call. Or it disposed it disposed right now. He's got his own email. Oh, here you go. Wait, do I? No, I, I don't think I do. I, I just, uh, yeah, it happens to be that off week. You know what I mean? Where there's not like a dominant call from the other promotion. Everybody getting ready for their pay per view. No, it's just kind of what the situation is. Wait, what? You just going <laughs> jump back in the middle of the sentence? Like, oh, sorry. No, I didn't jump back. Was it paused for 47 seconds? <laughs> or mute it. <laughs> I'm so sorry. I thought I was talking the whole time. No, I was just saying, like, it's it just yeah, an off week. Like, 
you know, WWE has a pay-per-view coming up. I think NXT is uh, – they kind of tried to make up for what they haven't had last week with Balor, and then AEW is just kind of in stride. No, it's just that week. I think AEW or NXT is chugging along in some ways just fine, but in other ways it's you know kind of like ah, it's not the the best week to week TV stuff like when you see Cameron Grimes you know lose the way he did well whatever not the way he did he lost in a good match clean and then get like for whatever reason, just completely punked after he already just lost. And now you have uh, Timothy Thatcher, like, twist his break his ankle or whatever the gimmick was. And make him look like even a bigger chump. Yeah, but they also have, you know, Gonzalez and Ripley in there, in their stare down, and that was, that was good, and you know, NXT is a bit of a mixed bag. They're doing that smart. They really are making that out to be, like, a, a big deal. I think NXT it should get credit for how they do their TV. I think that, you know, you don't have stars. You're literally the product that develops stars. And so is it necessarily a great TV format? I don't know. But they do do a very organic job of making their matchups seem important. Absolutely. Yeah, it's just – Sometimes you're going to have a bit of a lull. Not everybody's going to be your favorite. And that's not a bad thing that you have some churn, a little bit of turnover where, hey, this roster isn't what it was in December 2019, you know, and it wasn't like that in December 2018. It's just like this is, you know, similar feel, but different folks are plugged in and, just not my. I don't give a fuck about carrying cross, man. Like, man, whatever. Nope. Yeah, he's getting this, he's like a big deal again. Like, oh, right, him, right. It's been nine months or whatever it's been since he heard himself. Yeah, yeah, okay. And then like the guys that you, I do like, I can't bring your eyes. Like, he's coming back to him. They're just treating like a fucking crumbo and trashing him for. Thatcher and Loomis. Mm-hmm. Fuck. Uh, and uh, so Bobby Lashley's doing the uh, the uh, full Nelson deal now, the Hurt Lock, and the way he made that Jim Hardy tap out on Monday. Uh, usually you don't get a tap out in full Nelson. He's Get ragged out to the ref goes, all right, enough. Jeff Hardy was like, no, 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 you're going to see this hand tapping on my chest. And, uh, yeah, that's the one, that's one reason to watch Raw, maybe, if you, yeah. you know. And really, Jeff's, Jeff's ability to not be selfish um, and there's nothing wrong with being selfish. Let me clarify that. But Jeff's ability to say, no, I'll sell that and I'll tap out because it's wrong is one of the reasons that Jeff is still getting a WWE check 20 years later. Like, yeah, yeah. <laughs> salute to Jeff Hardy. He very much is a team player and will rock is what they need. Um, and I said, like, Lashley, it took 15 years. Lashley's hit his stride. It's so impressive. 
He got his he got his jacket on milky, fucking dumping milk on his homie. <laughs> Believe my man. Uh, <laughs> poor poor stage hands. <laughs> uh, it's organic. Yeah. So at least that man wrong. That's a good thing. Um. Oh, how, I, 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 we probably you'd want to you'd want to talk about this again. Uh, man, how about that line storyline? <laughs> how about what? It cut out right when you say uh, the line of storyline. Yeah, the man. Payoff for well, you know, maybe the payoff for that as far as beating I one on one, and Oscar's reaction, I think, made. Was she banned? Was she like not allowed ringside or something? Is that why she was not at the at? I don't ringside? know what the reason was. I don't know if it was just them not being a team at the time. But yeah, boy, they uh, the liberties taken in that match, um, with Oscar rooting and then yeah, Nia was just nasty like they portrayed her to be. It really was. Yeah, and they really just did such a good job and turning that around, turning this the whole thing around with the Lana let in the last four to six weeks, and uh, really, really doing the scrappy underdog thing, and and then paying it off, and not like, well, oh, you you thought you were going to have a feel good moment, and and you know the bad guy was going to get there. Come up and nope, here's a weird little, you know, but I just gave her to win and let her celebrate and let the deal look mm. look bad. Didn't, uh, wait, was that, was that the Mandy Rose return too? After that, they did try to mm-hmm. get, get, get frisky, but, 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 but still, they let their baby face have the moment and then not. Get thrown into whatever how they tend to be petty. So yeah, kudos to her. And 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 did you see uh, Miro's tweet? It was funny. Yeah, yeah. That was a that was a good finish. That was a good finish. It was a clever pin. It was exactly what an underdog who shouldn't physically and skill wise. Although, but no, no, no. Uh, you know, shouldn't get the win. That's a way for her to get the win, look credible, somewhat doing it, and not even have Nia looking super bad for losing to Alana. So it just worked all the way around. Yeah, yeah, yeah. When they, when it's the first six weeks of this, this thing's been going for like three months, by the way. Uh, yeah, good long-term storytelling. It's weird. It was so bad and so forced. And why are they doing this? And and like WWE tends to do, it's like, yeah, now, uh, you know, we're going to turn this terrible thing into something palpable and make people go, oh, wow, that was good. Look at that. Oh, yep. They think they slick. That's um talk to some people if you don't have anything else. Anything else from T V worth uh, worth noting? 
think I missed you? No, all for it. All right. All right, let's uh, let's, uh, let's go back to Newark and talk to Kylan. Uh, Kylan, what's happening? What up? Not much, Travis. How are you and Cam doing this week? You know, right? Oh, you know. First off, first off, happy 35th to you, Cam. Oh, man. Thank you so much. Amen. You're welcome.
at noon this afternoon. Hmm. Now, that's dope. I think that, um, you know, of all the places that can really have a physical Hall of Fame, when you control basically the business, you can just add on a room to the buildings that already exist. It's something they should have had, but yeah, they absolutely should have had a physical Hall of Fame. Um, you mean they kind of have a monopoly on that? So for sure. You mean they shouldn't in the early and mid two thousands have uh, spent money on a Times Square space restaurant, WWE themed <laughs> restaurant, or WWE the World. <laughs> or or build no, it was silly. or build a, of, I mean, or build a state of the art expensive music studio because you know you can't you I can't rent those things. You underestimate not you, Travis, but people mm-hmm. like. Malcolm Bivens has gotten a lot of mileage out of the WWE warehouse about how things they just have boxed up in a corner somewhere. No, they should absolutely, if you decide to corner the market, your corner should have a brick and mortar building. Right. You know? Um, yeah. And it's, it, doesn't, it doesn't make any sense that it's 2020 and they're, like, if they were going to do it, like, what the fuck? Why did y'all do so many on paper obvious failures. Like you're gonna do a wrestling thing like how long wrestling They're not coming from China to go to the damn WWE store or WWE man. The dumbest fucking decision they ever made. I can't believe they wasted so much money doing that. But yeah, yeah, we yep. should have had a physical building fifteen, you know, ten years ago at least. But once they started really doing the Hall of Fames and having a show about it and getting USA to fucking do an hour of it, come on. So, but yeah, that sucks that the construction shut down for a bit. But yeah, get Tom Cruise over there. He'll keep the <laughs> he'll keep that uh, construction crew keep the construction crew in line. Tom Cruise takes his job very seriously. You're not gonna fuck him over by bullshitting out here. Oh, he's here to you Go ahead, Kyle. Here's, here's something else you guys will like. The next the next foreign division of NXT is opening up soon because NXT India's television show is likely launching as soon as January 26th. Oh, wow. That's really soon. Wait, what's happening January 26th? I'm sorry. NXT India. NXT India. Oh, yeah. I did hear about that. So that's... Uh, what? 
what? Weren't you talking about this like good? two years ago, Kylan? Like something like with the India show. Remember the, or maybe not you specifically, Kylan, but remember Jinder Mahal when he was the champ? The whole, all of the things surrounding like the tour of India that nothing that came uh, to fruition, or certainly not the way you know it was sold or people speculated it it, it could be. Yep. Yep. Now, now, now it's finally happening. Although a little bit differently than how they wanted to do it, because how they have to do it now is they're going to have a tournament with all the Indian wrestlers coming to the Capitol Wrestling Center and airing it on the network and Sony 6 for the Indian Wait, population. It's, 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 I'm sorry. It's all clicking now. Something completely different. I didn't understand why they were using Cruiserweight Classic logos all over the place all of a sudden. Like, are they bringing that back? And I missed it? Like, Oh, it's the Capitol Wrestling Center. And they're just like, we're using this same fucking logo. <laughs> nah, they'll, they'll get a guy to come up with another one. We'll just slap this one on and make it a different color. <laughs> okay, as soon as you said Capitol Wrestling Center, Kylan, it boom. Uh, yeah, that, that's, that's the new name for the performance yeah. center. It's a, it's a tribute to Vince's grandpa. Sure. Not a tribute to Toots, Mont. Only about a uh, good old Toots. No. No. <laughs> no, I know. <laughs> um, okay, so so NXT India. This is this could be answering my question from earlier. How how are they around in three years? Where's the TV deal coming from? You know, when when USA is like, yeah, well, we'll give you this much. Well, when they say, okay, yeah, well, we'll give you this much. This is how they survive off of, yeah, well, we'll give you this much. And also, USA might not be, yeah, well, we'll give you this much. It might be like, oh, here, here you go. We're we it could either be we're, we're so we're so desperate for programming. We're, right. Remember, we're, they got Raw. They were like, we don't want SmackDown, but we'll give you all this money for Raw, though. Like, what the fuck? Like, have they not been watching? But they have they not seen the show? Have they not seen the ratings? Of course. And of course. And they've seen their other trends. And the advertising coming in from other shit. They're like... Yeah, well, this is just as uh, you know, just as good money. Green, green money's green everywhere. <laughs> you know, viewers are fucking viewers. They just try to stay number one, and wrestling has always been, you know, buffers them and gives them the numbers that they need. USA treats wrestling like the Democratic Party treats black people. Like, it wouldn't be nothing without him. Like, you know, surely it wouldn't be number one without that wrestling, uh, <laughs> raw, that raw rating 
uh, every Monday, and at the time, you know, U.S. Uh, SmackDown, and uh, the Democratic Party wouldn't be shit without 13% of the goddamn, 13, 15% of the, of the, of the uh, population uh, uh, routinely and uh, faithfully, you know, giving you 90, 95% of their votes. I just figured that out. USA and, uh, and the Democrats, same, same thing. Same thing. It's all clicking tonight. <laughs> anyway, anything else for us, Colin, before I work myself into a shoot? So, my, my, my question for, for this week actually mm-hmm. ties into everything I just said. Okay. With, with NXT India, probably... Launching Jan- Jan- on January 26th as the Indian version of the Capitol Wrestling Center opening at some point in 2022. What do you think will be the next location Triple H intends to open and NXT? Division and performance for Capital Wrestling Center in. Sam, anything? Only Africa is left, right? (laughs) We have NXT UK. Um, We've kind of done the Japan thing. Yeah, they won't. They can't get a foothold. That's just culturally and. I don't think you can open another one in a weird, in a different place. I just think you accentuate what you have. I just don't. Yeah, no, no, no. You got all of Latin America. I don't. I don't think that's. I thought Latin America had one, but not in 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 name though. I thought that they've kind of went there. You know, was it a similar thing? Just culturally, it just doesn't like mesh. Yeah, it just didn't have the name on it, but you have Tynera Conti, you have uh, Hua, who was on uh, Underground. I, I just think they, they've gone there. I just don't think there's the demand to do the full thing. I don't know if they you go a whole other, you know, continent name, per se. Yeah, and also, you go where the resources are, where people can have whimsical, like, you know, oh, I want to be a wrestler. You can't be like, hey, NXT Brazil. I guess you could. Brazil's big enough, and it's not like everybody in Brazil is living in a goddamn, you know, favela or whatever, but uh, you just can't go where, you know, a bunch of, you got to go where a market is and where you can, where money is. In India, even though... People are terribly poor there. A lot of them, still a billion of them, and mm-hmm. yeah. So I, I don't know. I think that was probably the one. Just thinking of like TV wise and, and all that. I don't. I don't think the idea is to literally be in all the places. It's to be in a few strategic places: America, obviously, Europe, and India. Like you don't need to be anywhere else. It'd be great if you could have an Asian presence, 
but outside of Southeast Asia and India, but like Asia, Asia, uh, sorry, you know, East Asia. But TV wise, you know, I mean, China would be it, but you know, that's that's a whole different conversation. You know, where else? Where else are? Where else can you get a bunch of people? You know, but or not get a bunch of Absolutely. people, but like a market like that, like. You don't think of, even though you Brazil is one, you just don't think of it in the in the modern thinking of like, oh yeah, that's a TV market. Do they have a Portuguese? I think they might have Portuguese, but a European Portuguese announced table, like when they were still doing pay-per-views. They had everybody, but yeah, I don't know. I don't think, but like like Cam said, Kylan, I don't think the the idea past India is to expand any further, and or at least mm-hmm. into another country or continent. Australia? Yeah, I don't know. <laughs> uh, I, but, I, but I'm sure there's reasons they they are in in those places, and India is super strategic. That's a that's my thinking, and it's been something they wanted to I do think for that, years. I think they are. I think they are, they are still trying to do Japan because they're tr- they're trying to get uh Antonio Inoki and Hiro Hase to to help them since they've gone from major name wrestlers to. Japanese senators or something like that. Right. I I think there specifically it's uh we don't want we don't want or need your like we we have memories. We know how you guys do business and yeah, you know, fucking Americans with your like no no no. I I, I still think that's a long shot. They could try all they want. I just think culturally, even if they were able to get some kind of, you know, performance center or some kind of physical thing set up there, you know, you're not going to be on Japanese TV. And it's not like Japan is just this this giant market. It just happens to be a tiny market that everybody or a big, large amount of people like pro wrestling, but they like pro wrestling the way they do pro wrestling. They've had all the time in the world. They've had... 50, 70 years to import and to enjoy American and Western, you know, Western wrestling the way we do it. And they've been like, no, we do our thing. I don't think that's going to change anytime soon. Triple H, NXT, or no. So, all right, Kyle, appreciate you, man. We will talk to you uh, next time. Let's uh, keep it moving and talk to, I don't know, Skype or International 1111. Craig, is that you, Sam? What up? Hey, it's uh, Craig from Toledo. What up, Craig from Toledo? Can you guys hear me okay? Yeah, you sound fine. Yep. Okay. Cam, how was your birthday? Um, My birthday was, was interesting. This is... uh. You know, for three quarters of the country, we kind of had a similar experience where we couldn't really be out and about and celebrated in the way we traditionally are. Um, it was good. I got, I didn't pay for my dinner. Um, 
over the weekend. I got to see some friends. Um, yesterday, I got to see a couple. So it was it was good. Like I feel, I feel good. It was a, it was a very good birthday. Awesome. And uh, uh, what the hell is going on with your hair? My hair. Oh, my hair is fascinating, right? I um, I don't know. <laughs> I was like, I was doing like the because uh, Travis has seen me in the last couple of months. Um, right. I was doing like the mohawk thing, and so he's seen it like primped oh. and prepped. So yeah, yeah it, it looks Craig. It looks weird when you're looking at it every once in a while on Twitter, but Travis has seen it like peacocked. So it, I think it looks good. I thought this. I, I, thought I this mean, was a gray, I thought this was a gray hair thing at, at first, where, where when he started. <laughs> <laughs> no, it. I mean, it. It. It's nice. It's nice. <laughs> that are, <laughs> wow. <laughs> I, I can't wait for you guys, dude. I can't wait for you guys to see me on uh, taking pictures of myself. I haven't had a haircut in over a year. I had a haircut since February. So. Yeah. And that's not even like a weird thing. Like like for yeah. me, it was such a, you know, for a long time, it was an every week thing. Then it became an every two week thing. So it's still very much a part of my routine. Um, I waited a month for this last one. But yeah, a lot of people are going to look a lot different. Um, when they finally start like taking pictures in January, February, for sure. Yeah, you definitely should have bought stock in like Norelco or something back in April, because beard trimmers and you know that's how I just keep my face looking somewhat decent. But yeah, I got the baby fro going all day. That, yeah, I, I think you guys, I I I think that's a good idea right now. Damn, like. I didn't even think about buying stock in those companies like the trimmers and stuff. It's <laughs> too late now. Everybody thought about it. You, you, yeah. <laughs> uh, yeah. Tell you what's uh, Well, I got a couple things. Mm-hmm. Uh, I love that you, Trav, like. Mm-hmm. You you pretty much don't watch wrestling, right? And you you rely on everybody else to feed you the information, and then you like absorb it and like. I watch a little bit. Yeah, and yeah, and you uh, kind of like develop an opinion on what because if you don't if you don't like wrestling. Mm-hmm. Um, like the actual physical art of, of wrestling, like the matches. Yeah, it, it it gets really boring. And I've been I've been going in that same space right now, and I'm like bored as hell watching these shows. I don't. Who whose background am I listening to right now? That, I don't know. It's been. I thought it was uh, Kylan. I thought it was Cam. I I think it might be, but all of us. It ain't me. It's a young echo. Maybe it's me. Okay. Okay. I'm trying not to make this weird. Um, The uh, everybody else is so far. 
Well, you know, you knew I had to make it weird, right? <laughs> um, the <laughs> the uh, the storytelling of wrestling. Which uh, company do you think, like, considering that you know you know what the stories are, you know what the stories are, I assume, in all these companies, which company do you think has the best storytelling right now going on? And, and Cam can answer the same question. Thank you, Craig. <laughs> um, I mean, personally, I would say AEW. I think AEW benefits from not having to fill five hours a week on TV. I think that the things that they're telling have very clear destinations. Like, I think that uh, Sting and Darby Allin and Cody um, is going the direction. I think that Moxley, uh, Omega, even if it's not Moxley who does it, I think that has a direction. The tag titles have a direction. Um, it's not perfect, but as far as having kind of a singular vision for where things are going, AEW is doing the best job right now. Um, you know, Impact, who had you know, their pay-per-view, and Chris Bay not winning the title, um, I think that they are doing okay, but the uh, with how they have four guys basically in that main event picture, you're not super sure where that's going. Um, yeah, AEW, I would say, is doing the best of that group right now. And and I would have to just defer because I don't have you know do I have to really do what you said, Craig, and just take another's word for it as far as AEW. Because I I don't even watch as much as I you know I'm a highlight guy for Raw and SmackDown and I think yeah but Trav what Trav Trav you know the stories though that's what I'm asking I don't I don't care about like if he watches wrestling oh, and all that shit yeah. but I gotta yeah but the I have story what, what stories are you most compelled about. I guess I guess AEW by default because you know there's just such a just a shit going on on Raw and SmackDown and you know NXT doing all right and NXT or AEW's just got the new you know kind of fresh thing going on so I don't even want to say by default and that's kind of demeaning but yeah yeah AEW like with a, a hearty yes <laughs> all right. Um, uh, I got two more questions. What are your Christmas plans? Both of you guys. Well, I'm going to my girlfriend. She's really, she's really into Christmas. And I'm not. I love that sigh right there. That sigh was everything. Man. So, I gotta wear. I gotta break out that that Rudolph onesie that I got for Cam's Christmas holiday party ah, from 2016. Ah, yes, I saw that picture yesterday. Yeah. I mean, I'm not like you know whatever. I just that was four years and, ago, by the way. That's crazy. Yeah, yeah. I'm just gonna sit around watching. She's gonna make me watch Die Hard because we have the Die Hards, not a Christmas the best movie. Die Christmas movie. movie. 
and Love Actually. Love Actually. What? And Gremlins. Yeah, sure. <laughs> Y'all keep telling yourselves that. Gremlins is great. Cam, what are you doing? Um, I have no plans. I'm um. Me, me and my little man, me and my, me and my little man Banner are going to be kicking it. Probably take a bunch of naps. Um, yeah, it's just a year, man. You know, um, I didn't go home for Christmas. I wasn't with the homies for Christmas for the first time in, damn, probably the first time since my undergrad, Craig, which was like, oh, I graduated in 08. So this is the first time I haven't been with, like, the Northwest homeboys from San Antonio. Um, I'm just going to kick it, man. You know, just uh, keep it really low key. Um, New Year's might be a little bit different, but yeah, no, no big plans. Just uh, me and the pup kicking. Um, and here's my final thing. I wanted to go. My sister is. She lives in a. Virginia, like near D.C. And I want to visit her and (laughs) I want to dance. Like, I want to dance all over her street with Blitz. Okay. But I, I'm, I'm, I'm kind of, I'm kind of afraid to do it. I'm like, I, I don't I'm understand. not. I, I don't, does that mean something? Literally, like dance, like shake your ass and move around, like that kind of dance. Yeah, yeah. I wanna, I wanna, I wanna dress up and dance all okay. over the dress street. Up like what? Run no, up, Santa or some shit. Run up, no, no, like, <laughs> yes. I wanna dance. I wanna dress up. I wanna dress up like a. I, Cause I saw this video on on you or uh, what is it? Put I saw this video on Twitter where he uh, some dude dressed like uh, Elf, Will Ferrell and Elf, and he went to his daughter's school and he just like he did the I love you and I don't care who knows it uh, that that whole spiel. I want to do that on Chrissy's street. <laughs> yes. Well, don't do that. Yeah. Don't, wait a second. You're not going to go all the way to Virginia to do that. No. I'm going to like message. No, I no, I I no, I so want to, but I'm afraid that I'm going to like sleep. But my question, <laughs> my question is, and I'll I'll bring Blitz too because, you know, she wants oh, to be right. Blitz. Yeah, yeah, but I, I wanna, I wanna know what is the craziest Christmas present you could ever think of. And knowing that, I mean, don't, don't give away anything that you're gonna like actually do to anybody that like listens to this show. But, yeah, yeah. <laughs> And I'll hang up and listen. I just I want to hear what you guys have, have to say. Wait, let me let me get this straight. The craziest Christmas gift that we could pick up or think up. 
I missed the. What the craziest Christmas gift that you could think of to do? Like that. Like like your so-called gift, Chrissy, on her street, dancing in a. Get I, 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 all right, all right. First of all, first of all, I don't like your your saying um, so called. I I don't like that. I don't like that phrasing. How is that a gift? It, it, it is a gift. Yeah, the gift is, if no, I showed up, oh, okay. if I showed up on her street and just ran up and down the street, it would be an amazing gift. I would love if someone did that for me. Trap. It might be if an amazing that, gift. GIF. You did Christmas Day to me. Fucking photo or well, no, it's not, it's not if it. you but did whatever. that on Christmas Day for me, Trev or Cam. I'd like to catch I mean, that on camera I, and loop that over I and mean, over for everybody to see. Yeah, yeah. You yeah. Can make it a, I mean, a gift. Yeah. I would. I would not love a gift that. To anyone, but a gift. Yeah. For everyone to laugh. I I want to see. I want to see you. No, Craig, get out of here. Shut up. I'm not the, no, what's the craziest? No. That's just esoteric question. So, uh, we're going to, uh, next time, just have a, like, uh, one gotta go, uh, candy canes, uh, you know, maple chocolate, you know, something like holiday <laughs> themed. This weird fucking question, Greg. Uh, let's talk. To, let's uh, go to Brooklyn and talk to Mike. Mike, what's happening, man? Hey, what's going on, Jay? How you doing? You. Oh, no, all right. Yo, I'll tell you, Mike. Um, of course, Ken. First of all, you already know. Happy King's Day, beloved. Many more. I appreciate it, man. Actually, it'll definitely be better for all of us. Absolutely. Yeah, absolutely. yeah you already know. So, yeah, you know, just then, you know, impose on what I was talking about earlier as far as these ratings and all that shit. It came out that Tom Brass is not happy at all. And mm, okay. <laughs> they shouldn't be. <laughs> what the fuck? Yeah. <laughs> I mean, I wouldn't be happy if my fucking billion-dollar fucking, you know, thing got getting beat out by some fucking upstart with nobodies. Right. company that's our fucking last man. Being, being right. flippant and disrespectful. That's what I think yeah. when he's been around, you know. But yeah, that, that, that show was just so fucking, with the exception of the Hurt Business, that show was just so fucking dry. That was a dry show. No, and Mike, yeah. let me know if I'm wrong, but... It's the worst rating in, I think, at least a decade. What, what, what was it in total? No, I think this might have been period, like like non-holiday, mm. uh, you know, nothing like you could say, you can point at, kind yeah. of just regular run-of-the-mill episode. Like this was, yeah. And you know what's crazy? Like, it, it's not their fault. You can't control this. But when's the last time a Browns Ravens game mattered in December. Right. Yeah. Right. And this shit is just so bad to me. It's like who won the game though? Um, Ravens at the uh, at the end of the game. Really good game. Nice. 
Yeah, it's so bad, fellas. It's like, I, like this Sunday, I'm not, I forgot there was even a fucking pay per view until you guys came on the air. Like, and then I, you know, I'm well, so little because I didn't the watch the whole show. Yes, the TLC I didn't watch the whole show, so I so you know, that's pretty much my train of thought as y'all can see. The decline in the core is yours, Travel, with this, you know, watching all these shows shit. Like, I might see, you know, get a Saturday or something where I'm not too busy to watch, you know, a few things. But for the most part, I'm just YouTube clipping. And it's like, this Sunday, you know, that's probably two or all three of my favorites, not alone, you know, everybody else that's listening, AJ and Drew. And that shit really don't feel or Like, I don't, I'm not. I don't know. I got to see it. Maybe, you know, the performance level will bring it alive. But I'm not really feeling this pay-per-view at all. Absolutely. It's absolutely who can put on a good match. That is this uh, a built-up feud. Yeah, yeah. I mean, we we experience that a few times a year. But AJ is absolutely, we don't have anything for Drew right now. We've shook up the rosters. Who do we know can give him a really good match? Yeah, AJ absolutely checks off those boxes. Um, there's a few guys who do that. Like, Dolph does it to a lesser extent, but AJ, uh, Brian, um, Randy to a point. But there's a few guys they trust to just be that good filler. And, yeah, it's AJ right now. Absolutely. Right. And that wonky, silly-ass Firefly, oh, my God. Like, hey, how about I don't care about problem. Randy Orton or Bray Wyatt, and so those two being together supposed to create some, like, idea of peril. It ain't doing it for me at all. At all. At all. But he set a box Come on me. fire, and the man was inside it. Listen, I've seen plenty of people set a box on fire, and one round of penicillin, and everybody was fine. It's just not that serious. <laughs> right. We how many times we how many we seen it thirty five times in, in in the attitude era with Undertaker and Kane and Sting and all these other guys getting set on fucking fire and coming back. Like it was like, come on, man, come on now. Like they like, and what I'm what I'm getting at, what I'm hoping with the top brass being upset. I'm hoping that some heads start fucking rolling because this Bruce Pritchard bullshit or whatever who's at the top. Like, it's heads, like, I mean, come on. Heads don't need to roll, though, Mike. Come on. This, this shit is well, really no, no. Yes, the heads actually do. But, like, really, just one, and then, you know, naturally the, you know, the ones, the other ones will follow behind. You know, you're, you're done and you're...
So that's what. Uh, <laughs> that, uh, God damn. Right there, almost 90%, 89% of people saying yes. One way or the other, yes. And then uh, 6% somehow said, no, he's just he's still delivering just fine. Like 184 people need their heads checked or... Or they just like mm-hmm. to vote and you would think and you would think now with him being seventy five and now it's pretty much trusted right hand man, you know, not living anymore, Pat Patterson. You know, because you know he always run Pat back to um the husband book Roy Rumble every year up until, you know, Pat dementia start, you know, fucking with him. He always brought you know, brought him back. So, I mean, it's time for him to go. Like, silly is right? he just determined to, to – is he just like, no, I'm going to die working? And this I is the work I do. I know he's determined to do. He's determined to hand that fucking, that, that fucking um, demo over to AEW. That's what he's determined to do if he keep putting on fucking bullshit shows like we saw on Monday. Like that, even AJ and Sheamus, that show did nothing. I mean, that match did nothing. I'm saying they're selling a pay-per-view match and they're with chairs and shit and, and AJ's bashing them and sm- I'm like what the fuck? And what the fuck? What the fuck is going on with um, with the Lana thing? Like now, with the who? She got she's um she's out of, of, of the match or what? What's going on with that? Of who? Um, with the with the whole line of Nia Jack shit, like what was the purpose of the angle anyway? If y'all was gonna pull her out the match, I read on a um, source earlier. They had the match in line of one. I mean, that's like the one like kind of like, hey, this was a nice little moment here on the show. That was a, that was actually the one one of the things is sitting. Well, I'm not gonna try to lie. Slugging through three hours in Raw, but just trying to yeah. parse through. Okay, what's worth watching from Raw? Like, okay, here, I, lately I'll, I'll watch a lot of stuff. And then, you know, that's one of the standout parts for me of the show. And, and they stumbled ass problem. backwards into that. They had to do terrible shit to get to, like, something halfway good. Which, I don't know, that ain't a great trade-off. <laughs> what the fuck? <laughs> yeah, I'm going to let you punch me yeah. in my face three times so I can get one good on you. Like, no. I'm going to catch up with you. And on the SmackDown front, that shit is just a one-man show. One-man show, completely. Everybody else, SmackDown is, I don't even want to say mid-card, like, but at the very best, it's like a mid-card show with Roman Reigns. One-man show. And even, even, like, you got, Complaining about this like two weeks ago, like fucking Dolph Ziggler now is beating Montez for one on one, you know, on TV Call so they can set up, you know, like the set up shit that nobody wants to see. Like nobody's trying to see Rude and Ziggler challenge for uh, 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 Ford and Dawkins. Like, nah. especially if they're going to go about it by having them two of the last three weeks beating, in some form or fashion, your tag team champions so they could justify getting a match that they presumably can will lose. Right. So nobody's, like, the better afterwards. Like, everybody then lost a bunch and fucking looks stupid and looks 
Yeah, well, um, to carry on from Impact, I didn't watch that either. I just read about that maybe as soon as you guys got on the air. I'm reading, you know, through the torch and all that. Um, and looking yeah, at Instagram, yeah, the ratings went down, they dropped, but from what you know, they um, teasing uh, Anderson and Gallows might show up on Dynamite tonight. I don't know what they were that on, on Instagram and all that shit. So, you know, and, and it is a six-man match. Um, Timmy and the Good Brothers against um, Swan and Motor City at the next Impact game. Hmm. Yeah, yeah so Impact's um, ratings were down, which is, you know, no surprise after the advertised uh, after the angle, after the finish of the pay per view, or not pay per view, of winners coming, and then the angle afterwards, or the pr- promo afterwards, mm-hmm. or whatever, and setting up Kenny on Impact, so it was advertised. They went up, and they went down, but they were still above their normal, you know, significantly above their baseline kind of normal. So some people stuck around. It was like, hey, I, I like what I saw, or let let me see what what they do to follow up. And uh, right, if they right. can keep that and try to build on that, that's how you that's how you gain a little momentum. But we're talking hundreds of thousands of people that are watching the show. Like, you know, they did a quarter of a million yeah. people. And like, holy wow, we popped the ratings. It's like, oh, wow. Mm-hmm. But they're so on I like a third tier cable network, so I'm not going to give them too much. Yeah. I can't like what I watched that. I tried to watch that Shockwave NWA shit because it's only a half an hour. Typical bland shit. My dark horse, and I've been saying this shit since last year. You guys know that my dark horse for most was still MLW. I like the shit that you know they got going on. You know, certain yeah. shit that they do. Been talking about like, them last a couple weeks on, on uh, VIP, and he, he's into him. So he yeah, fucking Jacob Fox too, man. I don't know why, like even. Him? I saw home. he's one of the few, and I know he's like you know he's signed now. I saw him at an independent show in February, and I don't think like there's other people's cameras of me just being in awe of him just kicking ass. Like they were just going all over the ring. Like I, I know they're actually family, so it doesn't feel like a wrong comparison. But Umaga vibes, man. He was really pressing right. ass. Like it, he, he is very impressive. Times ten because the dude is super athletic. He might be more athletic than sure. Like if Umaga was like uh, receiving tight end, like he's really athletic for sure. And it's almost like a blend of with Yoko because, like, out of all of the Samoans, if you really you know paid attention, Yoko had the best time in the fall, even if he a big you know as big as he was, like. He knew when, you know, when to move, how to move, and how to make it, you know, look like something. And he got on. Like, him, I could see him in that Roman army with um, Roman Heyman and um, uh, Jay So That would be fire right there. Mm-hmm. That would be fire. Yeah, but I mean, other than that, guys, you, you just won't see what's going on on both tonight. You know what I mean? Like I saw I'm cooking turkey burgers for the family, so really? I'm gonna have to lie to y'all. 
Yeah, man. It's snowing shitless out here. It's crazy out here, man. Definitely crazy up here right now. It was like 81 two days ago here. So, you know, Texas, mm. you know. Yeah, but then the next day it was like 41, so. Yeah, about to say, it's like, it's like 50 outside right now. It's 43 outside right now, so we're trying. Yeah. And I'm going to leave y'all with this last one. So, um, right now, you ain't can. Um, who you actually coming out on, on you know, on, on the Rumble, on Royal Rumble? Yeah. I think we both said Bianca, right? Um, On the women's side. Thanks, Mike. But I have no idea about the men. Like, Seamus, maybe. Why not Bobby Lashley? He's going to be indoors. Seamus has momentum and people like that. That's like winning consistently and looking good Mm -hmm. doing it and incredible. Like, you know, Bobby Lashley could win a Rumble. Pretty sure. Be mad about that and challenge Drew and be a legit threat. But, you know, Bray Wyatt, you know, he's certainly, I'm sure he'll be one of the last six. Uh, If he's in it, wait, is he in a match? No, wait, that's this month, that's TLC. Um, yeah, I'm a, I'm I'm going to say Bobby Lashley, just uh, just to get ahead of in three weeks. I could completely change my mind, but yeah, I'm going to say Lashley. It's my early. I don't think I had anybody for the men three four weeks ago when we yeah. first. Yeah, I'm, I'm with you with ahead. Lashley. I would say Lashley, Sheamus, uh, Big E would be my my top three. But yeah, mm. I think you know. Yeah, I think Big E might have actually match. been my answer back then, actually. Like, maybe Big E, now that I think about it. I, I like what they've – if you've seen the Big E, Paul Heyman promo uh, from Talking Smack, which was really, really good, I think that they are positioning Big E like that. Um, yeah, those would be my, my – Yeah, they made that man go under a ring so he can get counted out. Like, like they're doing sure, the same sure. Thing. Ag- agreed. It was but dope. nobody does that. Like, you, you just wait. Heyman. Why would you chase a guy under the ring? Like, who like, – Yeah. You know, Paul Heyman explained that Big E is going to have to understand that the New Day is going to be a footnote in his in his story. I thought that the way they sold that was really good. Wait, um, so Paul Heyman's putting them through. over, essentially, saying you need to exactly. – that you're going to be – wow. Exactly. I like that. No, I thought that was really good. Um, so, no, I, I'm with you. I thought that was silly, but I also think that that's a story they're telling with Sammy and their positioning – Biggie in a really good spot. Uh, but if I had to go in order with those three, um, I would say Sheamus, Big E, Lashley, only because I think that they're doing the Sheamus thing way more organic to tell the actual World Rumble story, but that you also always have the men's match too. And I think Big E uh, or Lashley wins some type of tournament or elimination chamber or something to get the other titles uh, change. So, yeah. So a SmackDown um, guy wins yeah. it, and then that's how they get a role. Elimination Chamber or something to that effect. For sure, for sure. But, yeah, I think I think Bianca's the women's kind of shoe-in um, because for some kind of way, Nia and Shayna uh, cancel out each other. They cancel each other out? <laughs> mm-hmm. That's going to be 
That's going to be cool. The, 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 depending on how they book like, that. Yeah, I don't want to say Lana didn't oversell, but you would have thought Lana was going to be out for six months the way she sold her ankle, being crushed. Oh, well, it's Lana, I mean, do you expect? Yes. No, she was oversell. The story they're telling is really good, and she's been crushing it. Virginity is just great until you're gonna like fucking fight the fucking so mad rallies over here. The other two thousand and four million fucking hit points. So she got sent to bed. So I could play the first night or the second night. So I was out. I was like, yeah. Oh. So I'm gonna stay up. <laughs> She's looking at me like, really? I was like, yep. <laughs> Like no shame, not a very nasty. Of fucking like, yeah, you heard, you heard correct. <laughs> but yeah, yeah, yeah. This this shit is just. Uh, if it wasn't for them, I, I'd, I'd I'd be in a probably. But they uh, that first night, they uh, hooked me up and just gave me all kinds of tips and gave and schooled me. Yeah. But uh, but it's fun. I never you know this is it's all new to me. So I wait till mm-hmm. I'm, wait till I'm forty to become the forty year old virgin. But you know <laughs> here I am fucking mm. Elder Scrolls online. I remember four years ago like making one of fun myself. Like what you play what the fantasy magic shit? This guy. He- You travel because you got better news, you know. Uh, I'm surprised you ain't excited, man. Your girl Riri Williams getting the um series with Disney Plus. Well, who's getting the what? Riri, yeah, Iron Heart, series. Disney Plus series. Oh yeah, oh yeah. No, I'm hyped. I was hyped with the chick, uh, the young lady, Naomi. I forget her name. Thorn, Naomi Thorn, somebody Thorn. But yeah, no, I'm excited. Yeah. Okay then, okay then. When, well, my favorites are the shows. Like, they announced something. when they announced Disney Plus, or not announced, but when it dropped, and they was like, She Hulk, Lunella, or you know, She Hulk, Moon Girl, Vi- you know, Vision. Uh, you know, just like oh, a couple of my favorites right off the bat, getting shows, and then they come back with, oh yeah, by the way, we're doing, we're bringing fucking Kate Bishop on, like oh wow, wow. and and Riri, so. Yeah, I'm sad. I'm yeah, I know Miss Marvel gonna be in the um. She gonna be on the movie. She gonna be on the big screen. Who? And I think they moving She Hulk to the big screen too. She gonna be with um. Oh. One of the movies. They not um. They not getting no things. Bringing so the what's gonna face, be on Daredevil the, to one of the movies. Captain Marvel show. Yeah, he gonna be on the um uh, Fantastic Four movie Fire that now. Spider uh, yeah, okay. Man. He gonna Fire be Spider Man, I guess, lawyer. So. 
And it's going to be old boy who was on Daredevil Netflix. So, that's cool. Yeah. Yeah, no, I'm hyped. You know, those are the, those are the shows I'm waiting for. Oh, yeah. I, I, um, I said on that, I knew um, Miss Marvel was going to um, be on the move pretty soon because she's the reason why that um, anybody even playing that Marvel's Avengers uh, finished it out anyway, that, that um, yeah. game. Yeah. Yeah, and the way they did it, they have her storyline end, and there's still like game to play. Uh huh. It's weird. But yeah, I don't, like, so I don't rest, think she had so the, the second half of the game, or whatever, however many percent, you know, sixty, forty, sixty percent of the game that's left. It's all just you. No more like you know, system guiding you through storylines. It cuts in. It's just well, you no, get a story for Kate Bishop. When Kate Bishop come out, okay, every time played, they release some DLC, uh, actually, I, you get I fucking so uninstalled that shit so I could free up some space. But yeah, I <laughs> I was like, this is never gonna get played again. I almost uninstalled Miles Morales because I was like, well, I beat it. I'm 25 percent through the second play. I got all this other shit. Am I ever going? So next time I probably need some space. That might be the next to <laughs> next to get sacrificed. But yeah. Yeah, yeah. Don't have great and see, they got inflated with those um with those characters too, because on um, what Riri only made twelve issues in the comics. Twelve? So yeah, she only made twelve issues in the Ironheart comic. I tried to tell okay. you that when you argued me down and said, "Oh, but everybody liked the comic." I told you one selling no money, <laughs> and they were gonna end it, yeah, but. That's a good thing. Now they can go and do whatever. And I like the director that they're probably going to have off of her. I think there's uh, people from Dear White People, too. The man who made Dear White People. Yep, sure is. Okay. So we know that's going to be um, highly controversial. And people are going to be um, rooting against it. Whatever. Let them. Like, there's that no. Oh. Oh no, it's, ne- it's never new. Uh, mm. Never new at all. Cam, how you was your birthday, man? I'm good, man. Everything was everything was all right, man. No, still here, chilling. Hey, everything was. One good. thing I want to ask, man, did you get some ass on your birthday, man? If you ain't getting no ass on um, your birthday, brother, <laughs> Mister, um, I haven't had a tell people you don't have no hoes. Doing cool, you know. Wow. Hey, it's just it's just a simple yes or no. I ain't, we don't got to know who who is the lucky one. Hey, um, that signal because you better not been on that um, James right Harden slander chat on your birthday night. <laughs> you better been in yeah. some um, uh, um some guts. <laughs> but that you put that bat signal the bat signal in the air, man. It shines extra bright on your birthday, man. That's all I got. Ah, <laughs> I, I just want to vote with you on that right there. You, my language. <laughs> yeah. But um, just hurry up and um, move that. I think y'all were asking for them ratings. They were like 1.5. They they averaged 1.5 million viewers, and they were um, 0.41. Let me and let me ask y'all a question. As we talk about that, like I was sitting there today. I took a couple of vacation days here at the end of the year. I didn't turn on live TV. Like I just don't have much use for live TV. I haven't had it in a while, and especially in the pandemic. Like there's very few things. I feel like I need to see if they happen. Do you feel like that also contributes to what the rating was on Monday? 
damn right, man. In the next three years, everybody going to streaming, man. Have y'all seen check that? Um, first of all, what people don't want to talk about that demo shit don't mean nothing, man. It was twenty seven shows this past year that got um canceled. And I mean canceled, not on ended, but canceled. And they were doing on one point uh in the demo and had over a million people watching. So that demo shit don't mean nothing if you ain't making no money. Second of all, uh, and Trav, I know um, um, Cam, not Campbell, I'm really talking with this about you. I'm with you sometimes on, on the um, VIP show. Warner ain't going to be on in TNT and TBS by the, by the middle of next year. So they're going to have to sell that shit. Because them niggas getting broke. AGO right. Max. I'm going to go off on your Warner rant. Uh, uh, oh, no. or, or not Warner, oh, no, but, but, but your homie that, that runs HBO Max. Uh, but um, <laughs> it's streaming, and 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 I think you got where well most of the money being made. You got the new millionaires that's coming out are coming from streaming platforms like Twitch, YouTube, and stuff like that. That's where you getting the newest millionaires from. So. Um, this new community is more into streaming stuff and, and doing what Trav do. Trav is in the minority. He's the minority guy, you know, watching clips and stuff like that. That's the hottest oh. thing to do. Well, yeah. Well, one, it's super quick. I mean, I got to sit through three fucking hours. Come on. Nobody's trying to watch Raw. I'm only want to watch SmackDown for two hours, but I definitely, definitely don't want to watch three hours of Raw. My God, no. No. <laughs> Michael Scott, no. Very right, difficult so, viewing. Yeah. I mean, that right there. So, I, you know, NXT, when it was an hour, it was just so fucking great. Like, boom, bam, in, out, let's do it. Matter of fact, that's one of the yep. selling points of MLW. It's a fucking hour show. Two, three matches, two, three promos, like, you know. Fucking dust your hands off and move on to the next week. Set something up for next week, and you know what else do you need? People today yeah, like to watch. In a world of the um, it's not the time to have a three-hour program. Go ahead, say that again. Yeah, I say people today like to watch the hits and misses of certain things and, and stuff like that. So. That's what they like to do. And they like um, a big thing that's coming out today is um the compilation where you get to see the best hits or, or certain stuff of the month mm-hmm. and things like that. Mm-hmm. I mean, we all, we're, we're, as a species, we love countdowns and countups and, you know, that's, uh, that's why those end of the year shows and lists do so well and people argue about the top 50 bands or the, Five rappers or whatever the fuck the thing is, people love to fill those things out and then argue with 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 each other. And that's why the brackets in college basketball is so popular. It's just a human brain thing, <laughs> you know. Like, power brains are structured. Um, and I did something that Cam did. How I watch. If I look, if I haven't watched shit all week. And it's five o'clock, and it's fuck. I got a half hour, and I don't know what the hell happened in the last week of wrestling. Then that's where YouTube and their WWE top tens, because it's a five or six minute.
countdown of the top ten things that happened on Raw, SmackDown, and NXT. So yeah, I like to do Simon. Um, man, what's his name? Minutes um, and catch up with all pretty much everything WWE. Yeah, I like that ball head guy. Um, Simon something. Um, from the UK who be doing the um the hits and the misses uh, from Raw. Okay, so yeah, yeah. I mean, that's just you know, you just need to give people one opportunity to do something one time or miss your thing. Last year it was this time last year where I stopped watching Raw November because his Dark Material season one started, and it was just like, oh, I don't miss this at all. <laughs> now, granted, I was forced out of my routine by something even more exciting and new and, for you know, something I was real excited over. But it knocked me out. It gave me eight weeks to step away and realize, I don't got to watch this shit every week. Matter of fact, why even watch SmackDown every week? And remember, I was just like, NXT, that's it. NXT and AEW, that's all I watch. Wednesdays. And then uh, that slowly matures. Like, man, fuck all this shit. But... Yeah. Only people get out Man, of you living a healthy you living a healthy life, brother. You living a healthy, <laughs> healthy life. Yeah. You're real, real healthy. Arguing with fucking so, uh Elder Scrolls players and fucking fantasy land and stealing stealing kills and shit like that. <laughs> that hey, that's that's what to do anyway, so it just and I well, and, and I know y'all was speaking on something else about can it be fixed? And, and when they hurt them next time, um, they get um a TV deal. No, it can't be fixed unless they change the concept of WWE and not trying to do for um their investors. And just because they have that concept, no, they won't be affected next time. They, it's time to get a deal because um they will um. Why they won't get a deal? Because they constantly getting people to sign on with them. People like um, Snickers or whatever little um, place to sign those deals with them when they're making the commercials and stuff. So that benefits your investors. And as long as the investors keep investing and stuff and you keep making money, um, the TV company going to keep getting because they're going to get a piece of that uh, ad revenue also. So. As long as they keep making big funds and that, they'll never get. Because if you look at the past 10 years, they rating themselves as freaking anyway. So, they never get And again, hurt. if the industry itself, if everything else around it, it's one, you know, everything is relative. If you're dropping like a stone, but everybody else is dropping like a fucking pebble, well, you don't look too bad. And, you know, you can, you can. You know, I mean, whatever. The analogy wasn't great, but uh, yeah, I, I think in three years, when it's time to do a new deal, everything, everybody else is going to be covered in the same, you know, TV malaise that that everybody else is, and it's just going to like network TV is going to be the last people to get a couple digit billions of non-sports viewers because. Old people will watch CBS, and when I say network, I specifically mean CBS. <laughs> Can't nobody else seemingly right. get double-digit millions of people to watch their sitcoms and dramas. So they make a hundred uh, million dollars for NHT a year. Let's say that, and NHT um, loses 
losing the AEW. They make a hundred million dollars for that year. And how much um USA paid for. Well, on that note, we're going to uh, there. Uh, appreciate you, Darrell. Uh, we'll get at you next week, I'm sure. Um, yeah. Three folks, the ride is over. VIP uh, people, click over. Rich and I will be by for another hour or so of content. Uh, yeah. We'll have our AW and NXT rundown. We'll talk about these books. And... He'll give a cyberpunk review, and I'll talk about Elder Scrolls because I've yeah spent money on cyberpunk, and then I'm playing a six-year-old game. <laughs> um, all right, so yeah, that's it. Cam, I'm Trav. We out. Bad man, I'm